This is The World. I'm Aaron Schachter in Boston. And I'm Marco Werman in London. A re-elected President Obama could be forgiven for wanting to kick back and relax a little bit today. But, Mr. President, it ain't going to happen. Now that the election is over, there's no shortage of challenges clamoring for Obama's attention, many in the foreign policy arena. In a moment, we'll hear about two policy dilemmas facing the president, Israel and Syria. But first, Marco Werman, the congratulations messages for President Obama have been pouring in from leaders around the world. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, if you read in, there's a lot of diplomatic code in those messages, too, not to mention some really interesting use of language. For instance, Pakistan's president warmly felicitated the president. (laughs) And I spotted something a little off kilter, too. Russia's president, Vladimir Putin, sent his message via Telegram. Yeah, right. Telegram. And maybe next time he'll uh, use a fax machine. Yeah. And apparently uh, Putin is going to follow up that Telegram with this thing called a uh, telephone call. All right. Whatever that is. Um, I did see that separately. Obama's win led many officials in Russia to exhale. A spokesman uh, at the Kremlin uh, said Obama's victory will be beneficial for Russia. And uh, messages from where you are there in the UK? Yeah. Prime Minister David Cameron sent the president a tweet. Uh, It read, warm congratulations to my friend. Look forward to continuing to work together. Now, uh, as you say, congratulations coming in from around the world, including China. The president there, Hu Jintao, mentioned something called positive progress in his message. Right. And I should also tell you, Aaron, that one of the big headlines at the BBC today was made by a longtime correspondent, John Simpson, that Chinese leaders are glad President Obama was reelected because they think he's a pushover and easy to manipulate. Um, And one other thing, Aaron, and this isn't so much about congratulations and messages as celebrations. Earlier today, I spoke with Emmanuel Igunza. He's a journalist with BBC Africa, and uh, he was in Kogelo, Kenya this morning. It's Barack Obama's ancestral home. And he told me about the scene there very early this morning when people learned that Obama had been reelected. It was really early. People had been uh, staying overnight following the events on live television quietly. But in the early morning, uh, when the sun was just coming out and the results were first announced, people just broke up into songs and there were people going out in the streets very early in the morning, I must say, at around 7 or 7.30 in Kenyan time. And people were just with their motorcycles going out and singing songs. And you might know that Barack Obama's grandmother lives in this area, so they processed also from here to her place where they also danced and sang more songs, praise songs and choirs were also singing here, praising God for what they called a miracle that President Barack Obama had gotten a second term. How many people live in Kogelo? Probably 20,000 people. Now, President Obama paid a well-known visit to Kogelo before he was president. Uh, He was not focused really on Africa much at all in his first term. How much are the people of Kenya and of Kogelo specifically anticipating a visit from President Obama sometime in the next four years? People during the first term had anticipated that he will be making a visit here, but he never did, and people have always been wanting him to come here. But I guess with the second uh, term now, the people we've been talking to have been a bit cautious about that. They do realize that he is the U.S. president and not necessarily with any ties with Kenya. But everyone you talk to was saying that they are welcoming their son back. If he has time, he could make a visit here. And that was Emmanuel Igunza, a journalist with BBC Africa, speaking with me earlier today. Marco, thanks so much. We'll see you back here next week in Boston. You're welcome, Aaron. You can find more of Marco's election coverage from London. We've got a special podcast you want to download from theworld.org slash elections.